in a world where all of John Granado's vices combine in a symphony of debauchery. Two strangers must work in tandem to prevent John's gambling, golf, and guzzling from consuming and destroying all those surrounding him during his episodes. Those strangers are Lance Erline and Del Olalea, and the task ahead of them is vast and treacherous. Can they face the challenge? Will they survive? Well, you're about to find out because you're in the trench. Get in the trench. Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles. It's John and Lance. Good Friday morning, everybody. John and Lance along with Dell here with you live from the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles, specifically the Draft Kings Sportsbook here in Lake Charles. And, boy, this is just a great place to be. We watched college football last night here uh, we, well, we watched some really crappy college football. Really crappy. Florida is a mess. Uh-huh. Adele loved every second of that. Oh, my hate watch weekend has begun well. Florida getting embarrassed on national television. Can't snap the ball without procedure penalties. Can't has two guys with the number three on a punt return. A, a penalty, five-yard penalty, first down. Led to a touchdown. And that led to a touchdown for Utah. Run run the slowest. You're down three scores and taking eight minutes per drive in the fourth quarter. All I need is Mario Cristobal not to screw up tonight and then LSU to take care of that business. Five stars started the season off strong. He had 2-0 last week. Yesterday he had uh, Utah uh, Utah because of Graham Mertz. Felt like that was an accurate move. Yeah, that was a really Uh, accurate move. Graham Mertz was not very good. We saw... Uh, Matt Rule uh, take on uh, P.J. Fleck, and it was Minnesota versus – the game was a competitive game. It that wasn't was... well – it wasn't a well-executed well offensive matchup. <laughs> uh, but three, t- three turnovers for their quarterback, Jeff Sims, uh, including one on a game-winning drive and one at halftime where it was – they basically – he the kid just had to throw the ball away and they can kick a field goal. Just uh, the quarterback – Jeff Sims cost him the game. Jeff honestly. Sims may be the worst thrower of the football. I I don't understand how you know. I, I guess you get him as a transfer. You just got there when you're Matt Rule. You see, he's got a name. He's got you he know experience. Run. He can't throw. He's no. awful. He's a, well, I can't believe that you don't have somebody when you were de- when you had to have a drive where you had to throw the football. I don't believe that they didn't have somebody on the bench that could throw better than he can. Although he did complete two passes and they were down there. On the other side of the fifty, and then oh no no wait maybe that no it was that was the other drive I think they had oh no maybe it was that drive he actually completed some passes before he decided to throw that terrible pass it was well listen Chris Sol- Chris Solis put it best on Twitter he said when Minnesota faces Nebraska you throw out the scoreboard <laughs> <laughs> it 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 was the worst game I think I've seen. it was awful and Florida was ridiculous there. Undisciplined. I mean, their their special teams coach should be fired. He was all. It was awful. Yeah. And then the false starts. Florida was not ready to play football last night. It was it was clearly evident. How, what was what was the stat though? Since nineteen ninety, they have not traveled out of state for an out of conference game since nineteen ninety one. Wow. 1991, an out-of-state yeah, a non-conference That's hard game. to believe. That's almost impossible. That's unbelievable that they – okay, there's my unbelievable. There's my first unbelievable. Mm-hmm. But that is kind of unbelievable. Since 1991, 
1991, they have not had an out-of-conference road game. It's 2023. Yeah. Holy crap. And they it showed. They were not ready to play football west of the Mississippi. That's for sure. They were awful. So we got the college football season started. Not great. The, the best football game last night was uh, Rhode Island and Georgia State. That was a good football game. I think it ended up maybe 42-35 or whatever. But You but, know how you know? Because we're a DraftKings sportsbook and oh, you can I was, actually see the game. Yeah, no, no, no. Because no, there's no. a billion TVs I had, in there. Now, you know what? I was locked in on that game because it was so good. There were so many good plays and everything else. We, there are a billion. I think there's just under a billion TVs in here. And it was just awesome to watch. The, great, the food was great. Everything about it was just awesome. Yeah. So we, we had a great time last night here at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Make your reservations. Go to my Twitter feed, and you'll see uh, my tweets, and I, and, and I put down how you can reserve your spot here at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Just make a weekend of it with your boys or your girls or whatever it is, and come on over here and, and enjoy the casino and the hotel and the sportsbook and everything about it. Uh, I, played, I played a lot of cards last You played a little pie gal? You had enjoyed yourself a little pie <laughs> gal? I just dabbled. You dabbled in like, pie gal? what is pie gal again? And that's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of boring. So did they teach kind of you? Boring. Yeah, the, the dealer literally taught me. She's like, no, okay, here's how you put these hands together. I'm like, okay, what now? And then, the, and then eventually the guy next to me started teaching me. Uh, it was a good time. What? It was embarrassing. That Were they like, no, 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 you can't do that. white guy? You can't do that. They, did they say that? No. No, they weren't Asian. Oh, they weren't Asian. I didn't Asian. say that. I just said stupid white guy. I know what you're in. I know what you're implying because it's pie gal. Why would they be? No, they were both white, so they oh, didn't they say stupid white guy. Who do you? What do you think the guy next to me was? I had no idea. I just, uh, I, I, you know what? You're a white guy. Another white guy could have called you stupid white guy. Stupid white guy. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're. I know. I know what he was. I didn't say. I, I did not at. say anything like that. I know what he was getting at. This stupid white guy can't understand this game. Uh, but there could have been a white guy saying that to you. You don't know. It was. It was. Yeah. A white guy saying that to you. Yeah. It would be very rare that one white guy would say to the other, hey, stupid white guy. Yeah. <laughs> it could happen. You don't it's know. It's not impossible. It's yes. not impossible You're to happen. correct. It well, somebody who's virtue signaling could yes. do that. Oh, look at the dumb white Twitter. guy. Possible. <laughs> like, hey, you're a white guy, Twitter guy. Uh, I know I'm embarrassed to be white. <laughs> okay, uh, Twitter guy. The biggest story today, Astros and Yankees tonight with Verlander on the mound. Yep. Yeah, that is going to be Verlander's good. Verlander's got a good history against the Yankees. Um, and now you've got he, – he's on the mound. You've got – you know, what we're looking at here is we're looking at an Astros team that just – they're looking to sweep the entire East Coast. Anybody from the East Coast gets in the way, and they're getting swept. And uh, so now you want to see if the Astros can hold up and, and take care of business against the Yankees. You would hope so. Two out of three is expected. You'd love to see. Oh, wait, are they, is it a four-game set or three? It's a, uh, it's a three-game set. It's, it's Friday, three. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. yeah, you'd love to see them. And then you go to the Rangers right after that. Yeah, that's why eh, you'd really like to take care. You'd love to sweep the Yankees. The uh, Rangers have the Twins this weekend. So the so uh, the twi- hopefully the twins will, the twins took care, helped take care of business last week against the Rangers so so that's that that's nice. Um, meanwhile, the Mariners this weekend uh, the Mariners have the Mets. Holy crap! Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. That's just ridiculous that they would have the Mets right now. That just sucks. 
Yeah, they, they've got the uh, one point. It looked like today, a, tomorrow, and Sunday. That, we thought it was going to be a tough matchup uh, three months ago. But then they've got the Reds, who are tough. Then they've got the Rays at the Rays. And then the Angels come to them, who just Unloaded destroyed their, their baseball team. By the way, the Astros did not pick up anybody on the waiver wire because the Guardians took everybody. Did you see what the Guardians did? Well, finally, somebody listened to Jeremy Branham's advice. Well, well, they picked up the three Angels pitchers, Lucas Giolito, Ronaldo Lopez, and Matt Moore, um, while the Reds grabbed, the, grabbed two of the hitters. Randall Gritchick goes back to the Angels, but two of the hitters that were on the board. Here's the thing about the waiver wire. If you, if you claim a waiver, you don't lose your spot. You can you, the, 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 the Guardians just said, okay, we're going to claim this guy, we're going to claim this guy, we're going to claim yeah, this guy. Yeah, it's not fantasy football. No, you don't lose your you spot when you, yeah, you, you go to the back. You stay in the same way. You stay in the same spot. Yeah. And so. That's the way it is in the NFL, too. Yeah. Yeah. As, as well, it should be. You've got a, a lesser record, so you should be able to. But they, they gobbled up three guys. Now they've got to take three guys off their 40-man and their 26-man, so they've got to do that. Although, yeah, these guys have to be on the roster on September 1st if they're going to be able to play in the postseason. And I would imagine they're going to they're going to do that with all of these guys. But the Astros would have had to wave. They've got a couple of spots that they, they could have waved. But they would have had to wave some guys that they were going to pick up anybody. But the Astros, they, the Astros did put in claims for – the report is the Astros put in a, a couple of claims, uh, but they didn't get them because those guys were already gone. I would have imagined that it would have been Matt Moore that would have been claimed by the Astros. I think Astros. so. Yeah. Yeah, and because now Kendall Graveman has a bad back, so that is another is a guy out of your out of your bullpen that has been playing a role for you that Dusty trusts that Dusty thrusts right into a high leverage situation, um, and he's out now. Yeah, so that would have been nice to get Matt Moore, but you didn't because the Guardians grabbed him, Lucas Giolito, and Ronaldo Lopez, while the Reds picked up a couple of outfielders, Harrison Bader and Hunter Renfro. So that's it on the waiver wire. That's basically the second trade season. Remember, we used to have the September 1st trade. Yeah, that's but, when we got Justin Verlander. Yeah, but it shouldn't even, like, how are there this many players? And we're talking about name brand players. Hunter Renfro, Giolito. How are Bader, how are so many guys? Like, when's no, no other team unloaded players like that? Well, the Angels dropped right out of it, you'll remember. I mean, they got, they got injuries as soon as the – uh, trade deadline passed. I'm surprised they more teams aren't guys doing that, though. At a trade deadline. Then they began losing. They, they lost all month, and they said, you know what? Screw it. Why are we paying these guys, and why are we keeping They're going to be gone anyway. We might as well not pay them for the last month of the season. Right now, the Arizona Cardinals are saying, how can we Can we do this, too? Can we get rid of all of our players now? No. You have to maintain a roster, Arizona. This is a different sport. Well, I Sorry. saw a video where Gannon was telling everybody how – this is serious, and we're going to win football games here. It was one of the most boring. It is being couched as one of the most boring videos ever. Uh, uh, no, uh, one of the most boring, boring speeches ever, ever. to be given. And how did it you? Was he right. starts it. How did you get here by bus? How did you get here? Did you drive here? He is, I, so I saw him at it was Senior like, Bowl. What? No, I saw him at a combine, and I we were just getting on the elevator together, and I recognized him. I said, "Congrats, coach." He goes, "Oh, thanks a lot, man." And like he was, he couldn't believe somebody congratulated him. Like somebody recognized and, uh, him. Yeah, I recognized him almost. And and uh, I said, "Yeah, you got some work to do." He goes, "Yeah, but that's part of the fun is the journey and the. T- I don't need all that." 
I'm just trying to. <laughs> just, well, you're I've the one seen, that started. You opened the door, I know, counselor. I know. I've already, you I've already seen the your little thing where you go, pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Who was that? That was a Buddha Baker where he walks up to him and goes, pew, 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 pew. Fast. I've seen you. And Buda Baker's like, what oh is happening? Oh, my gosh. I want yeah, out of here. And is that when Buda Baker said, I want to be traded? Shortly after. Right, right. I've, I've never had more. I've never. Look, it's not a good situation to begin with, but I've never felt more certain that that one coach is going to fail ever in my life than Jonathan Gannon in Arizona. <laughs> Will it it's be a one and done? situation. Will it be a one and no, done like Steve Wilkes? They can't. They're already oh, really? a disaster. No, you give him his burner and you keep him, you tell him keep his uh, mouth closed. Uh, uh, listen, the Texans, the Cardinals, they're, 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 they're not beyond. At some point. And if they get Caleb Williams, why wouldn't you get rid of him? Well, because you're getting rid of Kyler. What you want to do? Well, but you need an offensive guy. Right, I mean, we well, get a coordinator, but uh, no, they're not going to get rid of Jonathan Cannon after the guy hasn't even coached a game yet. I'm just telling you, it's not going to go well. He's got a bad team this year. Oh, I he's he's he is racist, literally a racist. It's is, okay to get rid of Steve Wilk. He is stepping into well, you're going to get sued, but he is <laughs> stepping into uh, a really bad situation. Jonathan yeah. Gannon, this is why some coaches have to really think cl- carefully about the first job they take. You can't just take any job if you're a hot prospect. But then again, maybe maybe you do make that decision because this is your one chance to be a head coach. And, but Arizona's going to stink this year. It's it's. I think they're going to be the front runner for worst team in football. So we'll see what happens. We'll see. All right, seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six. It's like almost nothing. Houston in our first segment. We did all Houston the Astros. We did oh, well. We what did, did we a little do with college football. We just talked about the Astros and their How series much? against the uh, Yankees. That's all we said that they play the Yankees. Then and we talked they to didn't Seattle. get any of the waiver wire guys or. Well, we talked about uh, where they did go. Did you hmm. want to talk college about, football? What did you want to? Did talk you want about? to talk about? Cal well, there's nothing and to really. Do you want to play that? Do you want to play the Hannah thing? The Cal yeah. and Hannah yeah. video. Yeah, they had the the premiere yesterday. Yeah, you need to say you need to. The Texans or the the Texans. Had the premiere. It's their thing where they do. It's a charity thing, and then they yeah. they say, "Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is your Houston Texans team." Everyone dresses up. Right. It used to be a lunch that was. Remember, that's where Bill O'Brien made the famous. Yeah, Astros. Guess what? Is that what that time. was? Yeah, that used to be a lunch. Well, now it's a whole event. It's kind of actually in keeping with the NFL, where you know the NFL now has schedule release stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They make a bigger deal out of things that you think this isn't really a poss- possibly a thing now, is it? And now the Texans have done that. And they had Damian Pierce interviewing some of his uh, well, yeah, teammates was, in the video and stuff like that. He interviewed C.J. Stroud in the first thing. Is that Versace? And, and what did he say? No, no. This is custom. No, it's custom. But we want to hear <laughs> he from He had like eight buttons on the suit. But we want to hear from Hannah. Uh, Brian, uh, Lance is going to send that to you, and you'll be able to well, play. Kinda, oh, you got it? You're gonna, he's gonna it's kind of boring. It, it is, but it, it's, it's making a point, though, that we have to, okay, yeah. that we have to get to. Let's get back to the squeaky clean, non-gambling, or drinking John and Lance. Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles. All right, welcome back, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We're live at the DraftKings Sportsbook here in the uh, Golden Nugget here in Lake Charles. Just two hours down the road, people. It is so worth it. It is a great weekend. A couple of couples come. You know, you guys can sit in the in the in the DraftKings sports, but you could be out at the pool. Uh, you can gamble. It's all. It's everything. It's just great. You know, get get 
get another couple together or just you and your wife come or bring buddies and you guys drink and eat all day. All right, a lot of fun. It was a good time had by all last night. Dell wasn't that much fun. He doesn't. He had a, he had a Sprite. Why can't a, you just allow us to relive the bonding that we did laughing at Florida? Everything has to become a negative thing because yeah, I Yeah, why drink. are you? You're such a. Well, you weren't even there. I don't know what you're talking about. Why, yeah, I eventually came down. Yeah, I know. That's the, late my, in the second half. When when Graham Mertz had already destroyed so he, uh, the, the he, game, I was doing this, and I realized Lance texted why am I, us. Why am I flipping between channels when I could go in one place? Well, you were in your room. And just do yeah. The, yeah. He, well, he he texted us te- to see. Oh, the the pie had happened earlier. Yeah, he had. Yeah, we had. Why got, were you in your room we, when you got a thousand TVs here? He didn't. He he wanted to be alone. What, what were you pointing to? You got you got thigh problems. What no, are you pointing to? I had to ma- I had to go have a as Dell say a road game. Oh no, I had to have a home oh, game. Oh, a home game. A home game. So Lance texted us. He was all messy, sloppy, drunk, texting us about things <laughs> yeah. that he shouldn't have. He was talking to someone else. We won't get into that. And then he, I guess, he goes up to his room. What were the odds that he'd be the sloppy drunk? I wasn't sloppy. Yeah, well, kind of your were. text suggests that you were. By the way, yeah, you, you, you crushed the bill, too, with your drinks last night, <laughs> with, and it didn't left. Okay. I had one. You had two. A double. No, I just had, yeah, you oh, had, yeah, had a double. double yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Lance is upstairs. Don't worry about it. It's fine. He texted us probably. Aren't you doing a thing where you buy gin and tonics for the whole bar? What's your deal? No, it's, no, I, no, is no, it Coors gin. Light and gin and tonics? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he, I know what you did. You texted us testing to see if we were still down there. He was hoping that we probably weren't still down there, so he, oh. he didn't have to join us. He can just stay up in his room. But I said, yep, we're still down here. He was, oh, damn, I got to go down there. So here's the thing. Have you ever had, like, concurrent text? I know you have before concurrent text strings going and then you start texting the wrong people the wrong stuff and then you i i I told somebody hey your little girlfriend is here from the bar like what (laughs) this is a bit this is a bit from wednesday afternoon yeah where where they're talking about a woman uh the bartender do you like paramore so you texted that to yeah it's a a prominent (laughs) person that he shouldn't have yeah and that person like we're trying to hook dell up who is paramore he goes and what does she look like what does she look like like oh he sent it to, and then he sent talking so about me saying something. But it was him, though. That's right. It but was, I didn't. E- I had had some drinks last but night. But I didn't even say it on the air. It was off the air, and you told that person that John I said th- it on the air. I could almost swear it was. I had was, had some drinks, but yes. I could swear you said it on the air. No, I showed you the video and started cracking on your on your boy off the air while John was doing a live, and then you snitched on John. And then you said I did it on the air. Then I had to re-snitch on Dell. Can't be. But I didn't even say it on any, the air. You can't drink anymore. We can't trust we you. We can't allow you with well, the if phone. You, if you, you sit there and they're giving you free drinks nonstop, well, you take them nonstop. Well, don't text. You can drink. Just don't text anyone. All right. Uh, yeah, no, that's a rule that should be followed at all times. Last night, the uh, Texans had their opening game gala or something. What was it? Yeah, it's uh, it's called the premiere. It's the premiere. Uh-huh. Okay, it's cool. I mean, you know, I'm not going to hate on it. It's you get all dressed up, and it's the beginning of the year, and there's optimism, and and D'Amico was looking sharp because that's the sharp. I'd put our guy up against Robert Sala. It's the two sharpest looking, most physically imposing coaches in the league. It's almost a little creepy your your thoughts about D'Amico and his handsomeness. I like well just look who we've had. We had Kubiak was you know, we had Dom Capers who was stout for his oh, age. Yeah. We had Gary Kubiak who was you know, it could, he just looks like an Aggie. He had his Aggie stuff going, which is fine. Then we had Cully Actually, we, we've actually been pretty oh well, we had Bill O'Brien. Yeah. But then we had Cully who was like, oh man, like a guy who who just Runs a, a 
a car dealership or something. And then we had Lovey, who was another stoic, strong a guy. Car dealership. Yeah. Car hey, what are we buying here? But not like a high-end car dealership, like a car dealership a somewhere. Used car in, dealership. Yeah, probably a used car dealership in. Uh, I would say Invider? in no, like somewhere in, in like Sacramento. <laughs> and then you have, uh, <clears throat> and then you have Lovey, who Lovey was another stoic. You know, well put together guy had the beard going and everything, and now we add. This is our finest coach up to date. Now he hasn't coached yet. Finest, finest. as far as attractive. Yeah. No. For, for, oh, not yes, like that. That's what he means. No, not like that's that. That's exactly what he means. I not mean, like that. He is. He. Remember when he Robert got on Sala? the airplane? You almost. I mean. No, it's like it's like this is what they're supposed. This is what a coach is supposed to look he, like he has if a you're persona, the aura of. A yeah. Coach. Same thing with Robert Sala. Same thing you used to say about Robert Sala. Oh, yeah. And you were right. Yeah. No, no, about no, no. that. Robert Sala, they both came from San Francisco. They both came from Houston. Sala got his start with the Houston Texans. And, uh, no, it's so the gala. It's called the premiere. And they it's it's a, for charity. They put a charity thing in, in, into it. And it's, um, you know, it's fine. It's, it's Houston is uh, uh, the Texans get to dress up. And, and uh, it's cool. It's fine. And But Cal and Hannah. Cal McNair and Hannah McNair were uh, they were interviewed on the red carpet. Aaron Wilson provided the video that we're using, by the way. All right. And and he asked one of the questions. Several questions were asked. What was intriguing, though, is Hannah usually just looks up at Cal as if to say, "Okay, I'm keep an eye on this, making sure nothing goes sideways." This time, she took a more prominent role. Questions were asked. And they're both standing there, and she jumped in on the answer. That, I want you to listen to the, the thing that gets me about this is <clears throat> it's the what little you bit uncomfortableness. Uh, I'm not. Now listen, I'm all for it. If Hannah's the voice of the team, I'm all for it. Yeah. So be careful what you're going to say. Team, no, 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 no. But Cal standing there and just looking at her answer the questions. He didn't care. No, he didn't care. He liked it. I know that. That's that. He's not made for public speaking. It's just not. That's an understatement. Yeah, he's not. I think, well, that goes without saying. And you can hear it in these answers. And here, but let's see. But sometimes she lets him, like, she she has a great self-awareness where they'll ask a question and she and she, she stays looks, quiet. And then he sees she sees the blank face and, goes, and then she starts talking. I think talking. what we're doing is great because I'm excited about the season. I think it's a matter of time before we get the season started. That's All right, true. here time does pass. Here's a little taste. But just just picture the two of them standing there, and ha- and and Cal just looking at Hannah. Yeah. For Hannah or Cal or both, what's the excitement level for you guys with the team and just the kind of team you guys and the training camp you had? I think you can feel the excitement in the in the city. Everybody's excited. We've got a great roster. We've got a great coach, and we've got great fans. So we're really thankful. In about ten more days, we'll be playing the game. So we're we are excited. For either of you, you guys are really close to selling out that first uh, first home game. What does that mean to you that the fan support has sort of come very quickly now? Oh, that's awesome. What a fear of sellout. So it's a real thing. We're excited for it. Uh, we want to have a great house for the for the players to play in and uh, give that hometown advantage. So we're looking really looking forward to it. Hmm. Well, we, we skipped the beginning of it, where Hannah was answering the questions first, and then and then so. So, um, just I don't I don't want to I don't want to make this a Cal thing. I just, oh, let's I do, please. No, no, I don't want to make this because a Cal thing. it won't end well for Cal. No, no, I, but Hannah was, but no, but Hannah Hannah 
that was almost like her element, right? A gala or whatever. Yeah. Because they go to these events all the time. And so I think that she just felt comfortable saying, you know what? I'm going to. I'm going to take over this one because it's this is I can first of all I can answer the questions and secondly this is my kind of element yeah, and yeah. third I'm the better speaker of the Do two of us. Do you think they have like a hand signal like she like taps him twice on the back and go all right Kyle that's enough out of you and she takes I over. would hope so yeah there should be I would hope so or do so. they go into it. And she, he knows that you want you want Cal to be her puppet. I, no, I a hundred percent believe this is how now it's really starting to cross a little bit of a line some of the like he's going he's no longer the he's more an uncle than he is a football owner right he feels like the uncle who's on the grill he doesn't it's it's not feeling it's like uncle cal it's much more like uncle cal than it is an owner he did the wrestling intro with hannah um he's always flipping burgers and people you know shooting the h and and but that's not I i can't think of any owner who any other owner who's like that at all now, Cal's Q rating has gone up with people in Houston. They're like, hey, this is lovable Cal. He's well, got his own T-shirt, t-shirt now yeah, t-shirt. with his own logo. Yeah. I, think that's all, I think that's all great for Cal um, well, in terms of people I liking him more. Well, he doesn't have any more hostage videos anymore. Right. They don't, they're not putting him front and center. Uh-huh. Hey, you know, Hannah's talking a lot more, which is better for everybody. Yeah. And I think they're not making all the stupid decisions that they made before. No, but the other thing is Hannah Hannah probably understands she can't Cal still has to be the the face of the franchise uh, well, from, just, from an yeah, ownership that's standpoint. That's great. Just be the but face. But it's it's a it's a pretty good blend so far. Not the voice, the face. Yeah, um but it doesn't feel like Cal's like owner owner so much as compare him to Tillman Fertitta. Compare him to Jim oh. Crane. No. I mean, no. it doesn't. And Tillman owns two teams: University of Houston football and right, um, and uh, the Rockets. The Rockets, and so it's uh, it's just what I'm saying is he is really more of an uncle at the at the cookout. He's barbecue. He's the uncle at the barbecue, and he gives you pretty good presents. Like at Christmas time, he probably writes you a pretty good check or for your birthday. Like, hey, Uncle Cal gave me two hundred dollars. Listen, Uncle Cal is great. Uncle Cal, I is love his best Uncle character. Cal. I just don't want CEO Cal making it. No, no, no. He's better as an NPC. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uncle Cal is a non-playable character in this game. It's way better than a guy who's actually one of the right. people at the forefront of this. You're listening to John and Lance live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles and their on-site engineer, Del Olaleya. Del Olaleya. <laughs> I just love me some John Denver and Del Olaleya. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. you see the deal TJ Hawkinson got? Yeah. Holy crap. And immediately people were like, it's just running the running backs. It's not for the running backs. Like, it, I, to this day, I don't understand people's. Not even it's not fascination. It's their, it's their uh, obsession with player salaries. Like a guy's not. It's not your money. It is never going to be. They're not friends with you unless now if they're a family member, if you're a good friend or family member and you're you want to see your guy, you and know, you get make you the get most money possible. Yeah, obviously or they you're close to them, you want to see them make the most money possible. Other than that, it's so weird yeah. that people listen guys, this is supply and demand. 
it's out there. It's available in the universe. It is easy to understand the but concept. This is a bit much. It's not. It's not easy. Yeah, it's a decision. What's wrong with that? Everyone loves player Look, players yeah, getting right. the most money possible. Why aren't you cheering for? T.J. Well, Hawkins? this is a white guy getting it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I. It is weird that T.J. Hub people aren't saying this is exactly what tight ends need. Finally, resetting the market, stick it to the owners. Like now, it's like well, I don't understand this. <laughs> No. What is this contract? So in case you haven't heard, he, this should he, be he, going to Saquon Barkley, and like they're not on the same team. He is going to make seventeen point one per. Oh, that's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, it's it's. But but it's, it's a bad be, contract. Okay, what's what's Kelsey, what's Kelsey going to make? I mean, honestly, what's Kelsey? Who's worth? more valuable? Who's more valuable? Him or any wide tra- receiver? Travis Kelsey should be paid like a top wide receiver. Like a top wide receiver. What and what are they making right now? But it's T.J. Hawkins is not a top wide receiver. No. Well, he's a combination it, tight end. Well, but, he can but, block. But he's he a good Y. Yeah. He's he, a good Y. He's more valuable right now relative to supply and demand than a running back is. Yeah. Not necessarily in every game like a running twice back as is. Much. I mean, because Dalvin Cook signed for seven. He signed for 17. Well, Dalvin's not the full-time starter. It's Brees Hall. Well, right. you got to compare him against Josh Jacobs, $12 million. He's still making more than Josh Jacobs. Yeah. But who and ca- Saquon like, got 12. Why do people care? I don't know. Why do they care so much about running back salaries if you're not? I like talking about it because it's an interesting element for how the player is going to do. Look what's happening with the Colts. It's such a big deal that Jonathan Taylor is going to basically just tank it on the PUP. Uh, because if they don't keep him... If the Colts don't keep him on the pup list, then it turns into Jonathan Taylor's agent saying, you're playing him, and you've got a chance to get my guy hurt before free agency. So I still think it's possible the Colts end up trading uh, Jonathan Taylor, but I don't, yeah, know. I I don't so. know when. Right. I don't but know when. I, I think the Dolphins should have done that deal. Well, what were they asking Jalen Waddell. <laughs> okay. Second rounder. <laughs> yeah. And... One of, your, one of it, your running backs too. It wasn't. It well, was actually. Some, well, I don't know if you can even talk about what you said. But, yeah, it was um, not. It was not what the. It was not what the media portrayed the. Uh, the Waddle deal. I got some insight on it, but Miami tried to make a bad trade offer, and yeah. So the Colts said, "Well, here's one back for you. Here's how about this trade offer? How, how about like this, this one? one?" And then, and then Miami immediately went, "Oh, I better go tell on the tell the media what's happening. I better go leak what the offer is." Wow. Well, you didn't you tell know, the whole story. You know but, what's good, GMing. Doing stuff out of spite. That's well. That's so job. I don't think I don't think it's out of spite. Jonathan Taylor has a contract. He's not played the, three not years. Not the Taylor thing, but the whole we're going to off. We want we we're willing to trade him, but because you lowballed us, we're going to. There, I don't. Do, I really don't think they want to trade him. At yeah, all. they want him to be a Colt. But the Colts want he, Jonathan Taylor to be a Colt. They want to see him pass protect better. They want to see him stay healthy. They want to win more games because if they win games, here's the thing: if you win games. Think of think of a, a running back, a higher paid running back, the same as a good closer. It's not any different. If you're winning games and you're a good team, then you would definitely consider keeping the ship going with a with a higher paid running back, especially if they're a three down back. If your if your team wins four games, five games, and you're not good, why are we paying this to a yeah. running back? Well, what's what the, what's ex- the use? What do they expect with a raw quarterback? How many games do they expect to win this year? Well, would, I mean, I mean that's why they'd like to keep Jonathan Taylor because they have a better chance of winning with Jonathan Taylor. But can Taylor. you use the excuse that we're not winning enough games when your quarterback is clearly going to be an issue all year? Well, this is the thing. If Jonathan Taylor plays, your quarterback has a better chance. And if your quarterback has a better chance and you think that the trajectory is higher, you give him that extension. I do not think Chris Ballard is above giving – 
Jonathan Taylor an extension. I don't think he's going to throw bad money out there because Twitter wants to be happy that a running back got a career. Yeah. Well, it would be nice, deal. though, for a young quarterback to have Jonathan Taylor back there. Yeah, and he's under contract to be there. Yeah. This just, is his fourth year of a four-year deal. If I'm just going to play Jonathan Taylor's side, don't put the level, the number of wins and deter- that's how you determine if you're going to pay me or not because we got a rookie quarterback with no real outside threats on the, on for wide receivers and off the line who didn't play well last year and it falls my contract falls how many games we win this year well, well and not only that Jonathan Taylor was there and wasn't there Jonathan Taylor had an awful year last yeah, year well he was injured it's his bad timing for Jonathan Taylor well he was Taylor. injured yeah. but when he was on the field he was he was okay but you've talked about the off the line didn't play particularly well no. last year and Jonathan Taylor didn't pass protect well he got Matt Ryan killed on some and if you're going to get paid like a three down back you have to be be better and pass pro. There's a lot that goes into this. People aren't. People want to hey, boil things, boil things down to very small things. But it's it's what running backs are going to have to go through. It's it's it is it's why you know Saquon went back to a situation that's not. He decided I'm going to play. I'm going to do this. And Jonathan T- Taylor just basically. In a way, he's just, just I'm just because tired. he will fake an injury as soon as he gets. I'm tired of your levels to this. There's context to this. Yeah, I'm tired right. of that. Trade him or pay him. See, trade him or pay Dell him. Wouldn't I don't want to hear about your context. Dell wouldn't care levels, if he wasn't going to be a dolphin. There, mo- there are multiple this, things involved. If you're wondering why he cares, I don't care it's because he thinks he's going to be a dolphin. I don't care that much. Uh, but I don't want to. I'm just being Twitter guy. I don't care about the context, the the ins and outs, the complexities. Pay him or trade him. I read him. this yesterday. Pay or trade. Jonathan Taylor's being held hostage. That's right. The Colts are holding him hostage. Yeah. They're yeah. holding the, him hostage. Well, he, He's in the last year for, of the contract. Why doesn't he play it out and then just let the, the chips fall where they may next exactly. year? Exactly. If they franchise him, he gets $12 million. I don't think the Colts would franchise him, to be honest is he, it's his, agent, his agent is stupid. Just his, play, play your last year, your contract. And then go and then go into free agency or get your franchise tag. Right, right. I think his agent's Malky, who is uh, uh, MMA agent too. He's uh, he's a Miami-based guy. It's so Malky. some people think he was trying to push well, Miami. Well, if he's an MMA Miami guy, guy, he's used to not being underpaid. He's Malky. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he is a Miami guy. Malky's very much a Miami guy. I don't know. Guy. What you, what, wait a minute. Jonathan Taylor, you want all that for Jonathan Taylor, but he's not worth paying? That's the, other, that's is, the other argument. Why is he being held hostage? Well, it is Indianapolis. This isn't fair. Let him go wherever he wants, well, whenever he, uh, he wants. Who would go to, if they, had, if they could, didn't have to, who would go right. to Indianapolis? You're listening to John and Lance Live from the Mobile Veritex Community Bank Studios at the Golden Nugget in Lake Charles and their on-site engineer, Del Olaleya. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. The Mariners are having their letterman jacket moment right now. They're headed to New York after their last series. All of the guys on the team were wearing the same Run DMC tracksuit and bucket hat. I just love it, though. I love Run DMC. Well, wait, the bucket hat's more LL Cool J. Well, they all had the bucket hat. Did you see it? Have you seen it? Let me see it because it's more the bowlers for, uh, yeah, that's more LL Cool J. But, I mean, the tracks, Adidas was definitely, that's, yeah, they got, they look like LL Cool J. Where's cool, Where's LL Cool J from? Is he from New York? But, uh, I mean, but DMC probably had some looks like that, but they had different hats. But, so yeah, I know what they're going the, all for. The they're same going for, ex- like, the Bronx the same Look. black and white tracksuit. They're all wearing. So the you're same hoping thing. this is a Letterman situation. It's a Letterman situation. Okay, 
They're going to I New York. So. I hope the Mets slap the snot out of them this weekend, and they realize, boy, what a bunch of numb nuts we are. Well, I always hope that. Yeah. yeah. So here is Scott Service. It looks really stupid. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Here's and and I I've just got a dis- I bet you wouldn't say it to a his face for Scott Service. I bet you wouldn't say it, Scott. I would say it to because Scott face. immediately would start pulling his pants, pulling his jeans right here in the universal sign of it's time to fight. He would oh, immediately okay. try to fight. Go you. for it, Scott, and I'll have all your money. Grin- <laughs> oh, I'll have all your money. I've noticed that's one of the great slows down when celebrities get a little yeah. feisty or athletes like they want to hit somebody and somebody says do it. And I'm going to sue you. I'll take it. And they're like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, is this worth it? This, this isn't worth is it. Is this punch worth this? Yeah. Here is Scott Service talking to his team with the – they just look idiotic. They look stupid. Unbelievable month. You guys have been awesome. Awesome. Okay, we've got a big month ahead of us. Keep having fun. Julio brought this idea to me uh, about a week or two ago. I was like, yeah, let's go for it. Okay? And uh, it's about having a good time, keeping it loose. No problem with you guys, but uh, we dropped a run DMC. You guys know anything about run DMC? It's, you know, late 80s, early 90s, you know, so uh, I made a few calls and I found Rev Run. So, what do we got? Julio Rodriguez rocking the run DMC. Got the whole crew rocking it, bringing the energy to New York City. This is Rev Run. Keep repping, keep rocking, keep rolling. Y'all are on fire. Peace. That's oh, all. Wow. It's maybe hard to beat that. So there are two. There's two different pictures of Run DMC. There's the regular hats there, but they mm-hmm. do have another. There is another picture where they are in the, uh, um, in the bucket hat. I, I got. I got so many questions. How does this come about? How does Scott Service convince Reverend Run, Rev Run, to do this? Why does? Why, what's the connection? Why does it matter? I know you're going to New York to face the Mets. Why is it necessary? Uh, how does the, how, what are the logistics for convincing a... And whose idea was this? Yeah. Wh- how does this come about? Did he it say was Julio, Julio Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Yeah. Is he from the New York area? Why, uh, does he, why do all these guys... Julio do, Rodriguez is Puerto Rican, right? So he's kind of from New York is he, if he's not actually from New York. I just York. don't know how many of those guys care that D, a guy from Run DMC is rapping to them. No, nah, because Run DMC is more early 80s to, yeah, to late many, 80s. Do these guys, are they even aware of it? Oh, they're young. Uh, Hula Arriga is the Dominican Republic. Not well, you have to. You uh, would Atlantis have to. Atlantis doesn't care. Yeah. You would Puerto have Rican. to. Same thing. Puerto Rican. Ping Dominican. Po- ping pong. Whatever. Care, whatever. Ping you would pong, have to. Whatever. Yeah, they could be a, a, aware of them. I mean, I if, don't know. If don't, they don't want maybe, but to hear, if they're not listening right after, it goes. They probably are listening that way. I just don't know. I don't know how old that Mariners lineup or roster is, but I'm not sure they're looking for this 58-year-old man to well, rap Well, Julio's the one that brought it to him. He's yeah, the one guy. He said, he's the youngest guy on the team. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know Scott Service about. may have liked Run DMC. That's probably his. Yeah. Scott Service liked Run DMC? Maybe. He could have. Maybe he could have. It'd be an upset. Well, that was, like, his, well, that not was his really. Time, okay, though. put on. Hold on a second. Put on Rockbox, Brian. Put Rockbox on or King of Rock, either one of them. And, let, and Run DMC was way ahead of their times. With they had rock and rap like, and it was well, well done. Hmm. Play any of those songs. So Scott, beginning of it. Scott served from Lacrosse, Wisconsin, with the Creighton. I mean, Run DMC was national, but it would be surprising. Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Lacrosse, Wisconsin. Well, he uh, probably you, liked you rock. I, he, I, he I, hey, I said it would this. be surprising. Yeah. Yeah. That's, what I, that's all I'm saying. Watch this. Listen to the guitar right here. 
Got a little something for everybody. But give us respect. Respect, yo. You, you ain't putting no respect. Now watch the guitar riff right here. Cowbell. Cowbell. You hear the cowbell, hear the cowbell. cowbell in there? Yeah. And have you seen Daryl McDaniel? Have you seen the MC? Have you seen Daryl McDaniel? The dude is ripped. He looks like Terrell Owens. Uh, I still don't know what the connection is outside of Julio Rodriguez knowing, I guess, somehow caring about Run DMC. Well, Scott Service obviously knew. Well, they're famous. Everyone knows them. I'm just saying, I don't know why they're wearing, wearing the matching uniforms, why it's a thing. I want. I don't care about the Letterman jacket. I, I just hope they lose because I think it's stupid. I think it's stupid too. I think it's their Texans Letterman jacket moment, and, and they're going to, to regret this much like the Texans well, did. They didn't walk into a, I have to have a stadium mess. like the Patriots and then wear wear their jackets. It's just hey, it, we're doing a fun thing for our team, but I think it's dumb. So I hope they lose. Yeah. I was just thinking yes. I was thinking yesterday. Man, uh, you ain't got haters. You ain't popping. So this is about the time of the year where the rookies have to dress up like some kind of no female or something and get on the plane. No, we don't do that anymore. We we kind of still do. We kind of still do. do. We don't do that anymore. But they have to wear something really stupid. The rookies have to wear. We still do that. It's happening. It's happening uh, right around now. So this is maybe this is their that moment. Although the whole team did it, not just rookies. Uh, anyway, I'm I, I just I'm just hoping. This is their Texans Letterman jacket moment. And now, if the Mets beat them two out of three this weekend, this oh. is huge because you got Yankees. I mean, you've got Yankees Astros. You've got Seattle versus Mets. It's amazing how the, the schedule always seems to deliver at different times, no matter what's going up. Of course, Yankees and Mets are disappointing this year, extremely disappointing. But Houston and Seattle both need wins against the New York teams as they prepare to. To move forward with their, uh, this is a big. This is a big weekend. I know we're saying this about every game. This is the biggest game. No, but this is really big because no, every weekend is big now. Every, yeah, every no, series is big now. Every series. The is games big. in April and May didn't really count. No, but you still are two games. <laughs> These are the ones that count. You, though. you have two games in the books when uh, you're one down on the loss column to 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 the uh, to the Mariners. So you got to. You know, you've got some making up to do. They're, they're actually ahead of you by percentage points. But after this Mets series, it gets tougher for the Mariners. The Astros actually have, have had a much tougher run. And, uh, and the Rangers have the Twins this weekend. And the Rangers have been playing really, really poor baseball. So uh, could possibly, against this Yankees team, this Yankees team really, really, really sucks. Yeah. This is a bad team. So it's a good time to be getting the Yankees right now. Yeah. All right, uh, 713-780-3776.